Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Guess who's back? If you didn't guess, it's me. I know you probably forgot who I am. Diana Jebbia, the host of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. Remember earlier this year when I was like, oh, I'm going to record every week and that didn't happen? Yeah, I've been through a lot. We're not even through Q2 of the year. I think we're just starting Q2 with my math maths correctly. Or maybe we just ended. Who even knows math? Anyway, point is, we're, we're only in May. We're not even halfway through the year. And I have had so much crap go down in my life. Um, I've actually made some difficult career decisions that hopefully will open me up, open me up, open me up. I don't know what accent that was. Open Gangnam style. They will open me up to recording more and just getting you guys a weekly episode again. Cause I love talking Bravo. Like at the end of the day, I love talking Bravo with you guys and you know, just a little thing. I don't know if you guys know this, but Tom Sandoval cheated on Ariana with Raquel. Like, that happened while I was gone. I'm not sure if you knew that. Sarcasm. Um, But hey, I didn't even do housekeeping. That's how long I've been away. So welcome to another episode of the Believe in Bravo Besties podcast. I'm your host, Diana Jebbia. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Diana Jebbia, G-E-B-B-I-A. If you're new and, like, you found me through Scandaval, welcome. I think I've got, like, somewhere around 2,000 new followers and, like, my mind is blown. Like, thank you. It's so cool. It's so freaking cool. And you guys are awesome. Like, I constantly have new faces in my DMs and I'm getting to know you. And like the episode will be over. We just finished an episode of Vanderpump Rules tonight and already people are like in my DMs and we're just talking shit about the episode. And that makes me smile so much because I don't see like, I mean, I, I guess I can't speak for other influencers. I can't even call myself an influencer, but I can't speak for influencers that are like, oh, I don't know if they consider their followers just followers, but like, I don't like, you guys are my friends. We talk in DMs. We have fun. We have opinions. So the, the whole ordeal about that spiel was, thank you for following me. I'm so glad we got to connect and I'm really having fun getting to know you. Um, all right, I guess we should talk about the elephant in the room that is Scandaval. Um, as I mentioned earlier, just finished watching Vanderpump Rules. I am going away on Friday, so I was like, I got to get this done now. Um, yeah, but, huh, can you guess where I'm going? It's Disney World. Pretend to act surprised. And some of you are probably like, you were just there in December, and you just went to Disneyland this weekend. And to that I say, mind your business, lovingly. Anyway, not that that mattered to anything, but Scandaball. So this this night, this um, May 10th episode, I was just listening to Give Them La La earlier today, and this was supposed to be the finale, right? So that speech we see Lisa give at the end, it's very finale-ish, how they end on a high note, and then probably the title cards are supposed to come up, and everything was going to be hunky-dory. Um, not that Kathy Hilton would know, but... We have a new episode coming tomorrow that we all knew about. We all saw the leaked finale trailer, which, again, Lala's podcast revealed that she thinks it was an inside job. Obviously, this is all legend. I'm going to take a sip of my beer. I'm having a beer right now because this episode was just, it was too much. It was too much. And, of course, we're going to get up. We're going to get up to that. Mm. But 
back to the finale trailer, we saw that come out, I think it was last weekend. And it was on this Instagram page called Not Today Neck. You could tell it was a new profile. It was just a picture of Nene Leaks, And then the, the name on the page was Bravo Bone Collector. And Lala said the reason why that she thinks this finale trailer leaking was an inside job was because it was straight from the screen with the countdown and there was no watermark. So when the cast members receive the trailers, they get watermarks on them. And I, I get screeners for not anything Bravo, but if you're listening Bravo, you know, you could send me screeners anytime. But in the industry, if you get any kind of screeners, like I've gotten some movie screeners, they'll watermark it. Most of the time it'll be your name and it'll like be, you know, just faint in the background and it moves around. So like if you were to release that on the internet and you were to leak it, your watermark would be there and they knew you were the rat. So this did not have a watermark, which Lala is saying it was done in the studio. And she really thinks this was an inside job. She doesn't think that Bravo purposely did it, which I thought it did. But then she said like they wouldn't waste all this time making the trailer and then just to put it out like two weeks early. Like it doesn't make any sense. And we're already talking about the season. So that made sense to me when she explained it that way. Um, I guess I am, I'm like bouncing all over the place because I just, well, I used to bounce all over the place anyway, but I feel like I'm getting back into the swing of this and there's just so many things on my mind and I didn't like write it out because I just needed to hop on, get it done, and then I got to pack. But um, finale trailer. Let's talk about Kristen Doty. She is back. She is awesome. Um... I really think she her like character has improved since her Vanderpump Rules day. Like even the way she carries herself, like you could tell she's calmed down a little bit, even though she's still doing that like maniacal finger thing in the trailer. She just seems a lot more calmer and at ease. And like you would look at her on the past seasons and she was like tightly wound. And this is one tightly wound person judging that from another tightly wound person. So I can say that. But I'm really excited to see her come back and be on Team Ariana. Ariana is awesome, by the way. Moment of, like, appreciation for Ariana. If you need to, like, get cheated on, which nobody wants that, but do it like Ariana did, okay? She got cheated on, and then she got invited, or she went to Coachella, right? We need to bring up the Coachella of it all. Rumored to be on Dancing with the Stars, Found a new, I don't know, boyfriend fling thing, man toy, whatever at Coachella. Super cute. Bloomingdale shopping spree. Invited to the White House correspondent dinner. That, that get back at your ex. That is how you get back at your ex. You get invited to the White House correspondent dinner. I'm so excited for something about her to open. I have a hat. I support. Katie liked my video unboxing. I was very excited about that. I just see all these good things for Ariana. So in the, in the trailer, to kind of bring it back to that, she is angry. Like, she is yelling like i never seen her before, rightfully so, because Tom's the worst. Like, Sandoval, well, both Toms are kind of the worst, but they're worse in different ways. Like, Sandoval is maniacal, and Schwartz is a weasel. That's, you know what? I feel like... Maniacal Weasel is still a better bar name than Schwartz and Sandy's, but that's just me. Let me know what you think. Send me a DM. But if you, which who didn't listen, even though it was painful, if you listen to the Howie Mandela interview with Tom Sandoval, 
he's trying to set it up as like, well, Ariana and I didn't get along and I'd been trying to break up with her and our relationship wasn't good. And he probably didn't think we were going to see it all play out because as Lala mentioned on today's episode of her podcast, again, if you haven't listened to it, you really should. Um, any podcast that the Vanderpump stars are doing, so like Sheena and then Nick Vial was having them on his podcast, but that's been cut since Sandoval did the unauthorized interview with Howie Mandel. They can't do any press or podcast until after the finale now. But if you see like any of the Bravo celebrities or Bravo celebrities own like podcasts, listen to it because they are still giving out some great info. Like Lala, she is saying that these past two episodes, so last week's and this week's, now they've been edited to like kind of drop in the hints because there was one point, hold on, I have it in my notes app because I'm going to do a reel on this, but there were certain things that they didn't use because again, she got that like watermark preview, all the caskets episodes before we do that way they, you know, well, they see it before everyone and then they have to watch them for the reunion and watch what happens live and all that. But, um, she said, where is it? I'm sorry. The narration moment. Okay. Last episode, the narration moment with like Ken coming in and dropping the gossip bomb on Katie. And, um, while Lisa was in the kitchen, more on that later, but you know how Lala was like narrating how all that happened. That specific narration scene when she was talking with James is post Scandaball. Um, the Labor Day moment that at um, the Heart Spring party, she said that the, the whole party where Tom went on Labor Day and then was saying um, he couldn't leave. Ariana's grandmother had passed away and she wanted him to come home. And he's like, well, I couldn't find an Uber. And Jackson Brittany had mentioned on Watch What Happens Live that that was untrue. And now we see Lala confirming it. She said that at that point, at that moment in time, like right after it happened, that was only suspicious to Lala. And she was upset because Tom wasn't showing up for her and she thought it was weird. But the, the production team kind of just threw it away. Like they recorded it, but they didn't think anything of it. But it wasn't until after Scandaball that it became important. And then the footage that they had from the Labor Day party, which I don't remember. Maybe that's the next episode, but it's from Sheena's vlog. And like Bravo had to ask permission to Sheena to use the footage. And obviously Ariana Sheena's ride or die. So I'm sure she was very happy about that. Um, the post Scandaball interviews, so like the talking head interviews, she said those are now being aired. Um, and the dipped out of it all. So you know how like 500 times when he was like, oh, Raquel like slept over, but she dipped out, but she was in the guest room, but she dipped out, but she went home, but she dipped out. And he kept just, the only consistent thing about his story was the dipped out of it all. I never want to hear dipped out ever again. Like to me, I don't know when I think of dip, like I used to think of chocolate dip stuff or like fondue. And now I'm just going to think of this full Sandoval. But she said that they originally like edited a bunch of that stuff out. But now that Scandaball came back, like they, they edited it back in because they needed to rework it according to Lala to make the whole Scandaball fit. It's like, which I get, you know, people do say that a lot of reality TV is edited and set up. But as someone who is, as someone who's in the industry, I always feel like kids get off my lawn when I say that. But it's true. You cannot have anything happen organically. Like as much as we want 
things to happen organically and we you know get annoyed when certain things are manipulated unfortunately that is just the nature of the beast because you cannot go anywhere you want and turn cameras on you need permits so everyone has a scheduled time and it's kind of like they manipulate everyone into one situation but then when the cameras roll that's when they can talk about it um but as far as the editing goes you need to still make it look like a story even though this isn't a scripted story it's still the story nonetheless because we as the viewers if we had seen whatever was originally put out there and then all of a sudden it was like oh ariana um or tom chilan ariana with raquel even though we know stuff because of scannaball and how it all broke out we as viewers are now still appreciating getting these little seeds planted and it's making more sense in our mind like had they just gone zero to 60 we wouldn't have been as satisfied. So I get it. Um, let's see what else. She mentioned a really a lot. I take notes for you guys. I literally have pages like on my notes app on my phone of just like podcast episodes with Vanderpump Rules people. Um, okay. She said that Ken does spill tea. Lala said this, that Ken does spill tea a lot. So the moment where he walked in and said that he saw Sandoval and Raquel or he heard Raquel slept over Sandoval's house. She said that it's not that far-fetched because he does that at Sir. However, she does think he was sort of a sacrificial lamb. And Lisa likes to stay out of the drama. Um, so she wouldn't be the one saying that, which I had thought that all along. If, like, props to him, he really tried. He really tried. He's like, I can't believe I saw Raquel and Sandoval or whatever he said. Not I saw, but, like, she stayed over there after the j -j jacuzzi. Like, he didn't even say jacuzzi. It was really cute. I want to be that cue card person in my next life. But, you know, anyway. All right. Finale trailer, mental checklist. Finale trailer, Lala's podcast episode. Okay, tonight's episode. Holy. A big note with Raquel and Charlie jewelry shopping. And we get the lightning bolt of it all, which, okay, I do want to make something clear. I get a lot of people in my DMs where earlier this season they're like oh my god i saw tom with the lightning bolt necklace and it's like no no no, the lightning bolt was always tom's thing um i have a tom tom shirt that i have not put on and their logo is a lightning bolt that was always like special to him raquel took it from him and lala does mention on her podcast which i've seen it happen when girls who were like insecure in themselves or codependent start dating someone, they begin to take on traits of who they're dating. So she went out and bought that lightning bolt necklace to match him, which like $750 so you can match a guy. I'm sorry. I hope he took on some of that bill. Like, mm. I, I don't know. I have a problem spending... No, I don't have a problem spending, but I would have a problem spending $750 for a guy. It's just messed up. But yeah, she buys that little itty bitty lightning bolt necklace for $750. And now she matches him. And then after that, um, it's the whole something about her sandwich shop, which again, so excited for that to open those Greek salad sandwiches. I'm going to be ordering one ASAP. Um, and then after that, it's pretty much the whole like testing their taste testing party and Lisa's birthday. And that's where things get kind of juicy. The, the biggest issue I had on this episode was Raquel kind of temper taking um, 
the situation of Ariana and Tom's relationship. So she's like, do you even want to be in a relationship with him? You guys aren't intimate. That's when I knew I wanted to break up with James. She is saying this with a straight face to the girl whose man she's sleeping with. And that, to me, takes a new level of psychopathy. Psychopathy? I think that's... I think that's how you would pronounce it, not psychopathy, psychopathy. I don't know. Someone correct me. But that's scary. I'm the kind of person, I'm not perfect. No, we've all done mess up things in our lives, but I'm the kind of person, like, if I'm doing something wrong, I just tell you because I cannot tell a lie. Like, it's just against my moral conscience. And not that her being truthful or not asking Ariana these questions would have undone what she did with Tom. But it would have made her a little less hateful, a little less hateful. And another thing that really bothered me is it's clear at this point, Schwartz is covering up for Tom. He knew about this. Also, in Lala's podcast today, she said that Tom definitely knew by the last episode where he went glamping with Sandoval and Ariana and Raquel and when, oh, and Brock and Sheena. And when he said, Oh, you better watch out, Brock, because Raquel has a type. Me and Tom, like, she knew that Tom was, like, already hooking up with her. So that's just gross that he even said that in, like, sort of a way to cover up for her. But, you know, he, in one of his confessionals that really stuck out to me, he literally gives the same speech that Tom gave on Howie Mandel's podcast. And he's like, things between Tom and Ariana haven't been good. They haven't been intimate. They're not really hearing each other. I don't know where this is going to go. And he's saying that knowing everything that's going on right now, like knowing that he's full on cheating on her and he wants to break up with her. And this is just a sick way of grooming the audience. Had we not known, I don't know if we would have turned on Ariana. I don't know if I would have, I should say, but I'm sure some people would have turned on her had we not known all this happened. It, it's just sick. Tom was sick a whole bunch of points of the episodes. He's just checked out. And again, he claimed that like, oh, I tried to break up with her. But you yelling at her and being like, we don't spend enough time together. Take me hang gliding or whatever it is. He said in his confessional, that does not equate to, hey, uh, this isn't working for me anymore. I love you. It's been a great nine years. Got a blast. That's that. Those two are not equal. Um, someone today actually told me a quote, and it's like, clear is kind, unclear is unkind. And Tom was being hella unclear then. Hella unclear. I'm just really, really frustrated with him. And uh, another, another point from tonight's episode I do want to bring up is Raquel confronting Katie and Terry, oh my God, Terry Maloney is a star. We need that woman's name in lights. She should be a cast member. The way she goes hard, hard for her daughter, like fighting for her and sticking up for her and, you know, telling Tom what he did and making out with Raquel was not right. Like, bravo, lady, you are awesome. But so, you know, they're all trying to talk to Raquel and be like, what you did making out with him is wrong. And Terry innocently says, like, do, does what I not said to you or <laughs> does what I said to you in Vegas where it was like, oh, well, Tom and Katie aren't even divorced yet. They're selling their houses is really hard for them. Does that mean nothing to you? And Raquel just goes, oh, my God. First of all, did never 
speak that way to another adult who has done nothing wrong. Like I've, I've been around adults who've just been like mean to my like mom, like there's just one adult I could think of and I stuck up for her. But like, I, I respect my elders and Terry did nothing wrong in that scenario. She was trying to have a conversation. She wasn't yelling at Raquel. She wasn't rude to Raquel. She was just trying to have a conversation with her and Raquel has the nerve to like roll her eyes and be like, Oh my God. Like when I tell you, I gasped at the TV I literally gasped at the TV. Like, that was disgusting. All right, so she did that wrong. And then she kind of didn't know when to, like, just put it down. I think that she's gotten so in her head. Like, oh, I stuck up to Lala, and I stuck up to Katie, and then whatever. And I think she she thinks it's gone a lot better than it actually did. But now in her head, she's kind of got, like, a, a false sense of confidence or security in her confidence, when the truth of the matter is, it's like, you're not wanted in the room. You're making things worse. Like, read the room, check yourself out, and that's it. She tried to apologize to Katie, and Katie, rightfully so, didn't want anything to do with her. And instead of just taking her cues, she tries to stand up to Katie once again. It's not going well. She goes outside, and... She's literally, like, getting in Katie's face saying, like, why are you so mad about what Tom does? It's not your business. Newsflash, it's, it's less of your business than it is Katie's business. Because Katie has been with Tom for, I, I don't know, it was like 12 years. It was a long time. It was a long time. I was with someone for five and a half years, and even though it didn't end, like, he and I try, didn't try to be friends like Tom and Katie we're friends, like, there's still a, a sense of, even though you know the relationship is over, you're still mourning it. You're not a robot. You're not like, oh, good deal. Business handshake, walk away, see you at lunch tomorrow. Like, no. There's still emotional wounds that you need to tend to, and having someone flaunt in your face that he's attracted to you, it's not, you know, in front of his ex-wife. Like, that's just not classy. It's not cute. It's not good. So she was trying to do that, getting all in Katie's face. And you know what? Tom uh, Schwartz, I'm so annoyed at him. I mean, I said this earlier, but I was really annoyed at one point. He's like, oh, I wasn't even like that attracted to Raquel. This was not worth Katie blowing up at me. Well, you should have thought of that. Wouldn't it be great if you would have thought of that? It would have. I don't know where he gets off. I feel like his whole relationship with Katie has been a delayed reaction like oh I shouldn't have cheated on you my bad Baba. oh I should have stuck up for you my bad oh I shouldn't have made out with Raquel it's like this is why you were divorced like I feel like he was wondering why he was at one point this is why this is why I don't know it just makes me so upset I wanted to throw multiple objects at my tv during tonight's episode I texted people in all caps I truly do not understand how Sandoval can try and gaslight viewers into thinking that he and Ariana weren't doing well and he really wanted this relationship to work it had been the best relationship he ever had vomit and then there's just Raquel looking at her so-called best friend with a straight face, trying to see if, you know, she could push him to break up under the guise of like, oh, do you want to work this out when she's screwing her man? Like, it's disgusting. 
Um, okay, so next week's the finale, and then the week after that, we get the reunion, and then we're getting a one-on-one with Ariana and Watch What Happens Live, and I'm so excited because I really just want to hear her side of the story. Um, like, we, we already kind of know her side of the story, but I want to hear it from her mouth. I want to be there for her. I want to support her in any way I can, help her thrive as she deserves to. She's just awesome. One thing, one thing before I go, because now I'm thinking about Ariana and I'm, I'm thinking back to Christian. I do get a lot of comments like, oh, well, how you get him is how you lose him. And like Tom cheated on Kristen with Ariana. First of all, it wasn't a, like a full-blown affair. Listen, any kind of cheating is not fine. But it was not at this level. He and Kristen were done. She was cheating on him. Like, I feel like they were just staying in the relationship for the sake of having that title and security blanket. Whereas both parties were clearly checked out of that relationship. And only one party was checked out of this one. And he was not making clear to the other party. Also, we have seen Tom try and push that he's the the superior moral image and always looking down at like Stassi and always looking down at Kristen. And, you know, when Kristen reacted in the way she did when he was, you know, got together with Ariana, she had the, the best intents, but the delivery was terrible. And so I think by that, viewers naturally took, you know, Tom's side and was like, oh, this poor guy is dealing with this woman. She's nuts. I always kind of saw it was like, well, is she going about it the right way? No, but I really think where there's smoke, there's fire and he's not a good guy. So the, the true people who saw this, like, this is why we're so obsessed with it. And this is why we see the difference between Kristen and Ariana's situation. Even Kristen's admitted it like, no. This is totally different. Ariana did not deserve this. Stop saying that. It's just, yeah, different. Like, Tom's finally getting his feet held to the fire, and I am so here for it. I'm so here for it. I'm done. Like, this guy is so thirsty. He's he's paying his touring band. Who? And by the way, they had to do two-for-one tickets to get rid of them. Um, because they weren't selling. And then I just spoke to someone who lives near a casino and she said that they had to do a free concert because like no one was buying tickets at that point. It's sad. Like you, you, he had all these opportunities in front of them. He had an amazing girl, you know, he's trying to start a, a bar, but he's squandering it for someone he cheated on with. And then like to go do this side project that's taking up all his time and clearly the efforts aren't working. He's flaunting the whole scandal on his tour, wearing a, um, a suit jacket with giant lightning bolts, which now after the fact, it plays into Scandal, not before the fact. And he also, he sung Stacy's mom and he said like, um, Schwartzy can't, well, he's saying, sorry. He sang Schwartzy's mom, which is, is a parody of Stacy's mom. And he said, Schwartzy, can you see Raquel's not the one for me? Or that Raquel is not for me is what he said. And people were like, oh, he's he's dissing Raquel. And no, I don't think he was dissing her. I think he just was like working her into the song because in Stacy's mom, the narrator's like, Stacy, can't you see you're just not the girl for me because he wants her mom. So he's like, oh, you know, Raquel, you're not for me. I want Schwartz's mom. Like, I think that's what he was doing. Still terrible taste. He can't read a room. He's tone deaf. 
it's just sad. I don't I don't know if they're going to be together. Do you think they're going to be together? I want to hear your opinions on Scandival. Uh, as always, slide into my DMs. Um, write me a nice review. I'll read it on here. I'm, I'm, it's been a minute, so I'm going to need the reviews. And I'm, I'm going to polish up for next week's episode. This was rambling all over the place, but it's been a minute. And I just needed to get back on and yell about what my eyes just seen. Um, I also have a really cool guest I'm planning to get on in the next couple of weeks. I won't drop it yet just in case anything, you know, goes wrong or it gets postponed or whatever. But she's really awesome, really funny, has a cool podcast and also loves Bravo. So I can't wait to talk with her. Um, I know you'll love her, too. I'm going to have Chad back on. I'm going to have his husband, Austin, on, I think. I was over at their house one night, and Austin literally, we were watching Vanderbilt Blues. He's like, I could tell how big everyone's D is in this cast. So, like, I feel like that's a game we need to play on the show. Um, as always, thank you for sticking with me, uh, especially through my hiatus. Now there's more than one. I guess, is the plural of hiatus hiatus? I think so. Hiatuses, whatever. Thank you for staying with me. I, I promise I'm going to do better. I will be on vacation when I get back next week. Uh, it's going to be a little later than this week's episode, but when I get back next week at some point, once I'm caught up with my shows I've missed, you will get a new episode. I have a lot more free-ish time now. Free-ish. I'm not as booked as I used to be, I guess is a good way of putting it. And I really want to make this podcast a priority because I do love talking about it with you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, write a review, rate this podcast five stars, slap subscribe, like a cute little tush. Follow me at Diana Jevia, G-E-V-V-I-A, TikTok and Instagram, follow Believe, at Believe, Lifestyle and at Believe Network, Believe is healthy, L-E-A-V, and I promise I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye, babe. Thank you so much for hanging out tonight. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.